Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Blog Talk Radio. Keep hope alive. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. The greatest love story of all time is summed up in these 25 verses of 25 words that someone is called a miniature Bible. The gospel in a nutshell. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Good evening, good evening, good evening. This is your host. Evangelist Portia McIver, and you are listening to Reaching the Masses Radio Ministry. I thank God for being here this evening, and I thank God for each of you who are listening this evening. Hopefully, everyone who's listening today already know the Lord, you have already given your life to him, been baptized in his name, been down in the water to be baptized, in the water to be baptized, and you will see why I repeated that in a few minutes. But my topic tonight is virtual reality, has it gone too far? I was sitting here this evening, and I was told about an article that had been sent to someone, and when they said it, it was like I couldn't wrap my head around it. And um, (laughs) I I believe in virtual reality. I think it's one of the greatest things, because I can go to the Eiffel Tower and look at every bit of it every spot on it through virtual reality. I can travel around the world through virtual reality. It's beautiful, you know, Um, and I know kids can enjoy it. They can have virtual reality teachers, um, all kinds of things. You know, if you want to go on a, a short trip somewhere, just sit back in your easy chair and go to Paris. Go to Jerusalem, go to uh, Belize or any of the other beautiful islands out there. Go to Hawaii and see the hula dances, you know. 
and you're sitting there in your chair and you're enjoying it. You don't have to pay for a plane ticket. You don't have to move out of your chair. Although I'm not saying go through virtual reality throughout life because you need to get up and exercise. Your body needs exercise. But you can go anywhere through virtual reality. Now, saying that, the article that was brought to me today was just shocking. And I'm quite sure you all may have heard about it. But today is my first time hearing about it. This thing actually started back in 2017. I'm late, y'all. I'm just hearing about it today, 2019, 2019. Um, so I'm late. Um Today is May 15th, 2019, and I'm just hearing about it. Not virtual reality. I've known about virtual reality for a while. I think it's great, you know, um, for traveling. If you can't have, you know, if you don't have the money to travel or if you, you don't want to travel, some people don't want to fly, you can fly on an airplane through virtual reality, helping you to get over the flight, the fear of flight. There are so many ways that it can be used constructively. But, of course, with everything else, there's always someone who is an exception to the rule. Now, there is a church in Harlem, New York, and one in Oregon. It is a virtual reality church. Okay? Now, you may say, well, what's the difference in that and an online church? What's the difference in that and sitting at home looking at church on TV? Um, Well, a lot. The preachers that you see on the TV are real. The word is real. But those preachers don't tell you that you can be baptized through the TV. The preachers don't tell you that you can take communion through the TV. Now, yeah, they do take communion. You can take communion with them. But you have the bread and the fruit of the vine, which is grape juice and wine, right there with you, physically right there with you. You taste it. You chew the bread. But this particular church allows you to have an avatar. Mm. Before I go any further, there is a scripture in the Bible that talks about man establishing his own religion, the scriptures and Proverbs, and it says there is a way that seems right unto man, but the way thereof is death. Now, this particular pastor says that he has always loved the Bible, so he decided to do a virtual church. And if you want to be baptized, then 
he provides you with an avatar that you see in the screen before you. Mm. And you're not being baptized, but the avatar is. Okay? The Bible does say repent and be baptized every one of you for the remission of sin, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now, I don't know whether you all heard my morning prayer or rather my noonday prayer today, and I did that scripture today, and I explained what it meant. I did it on live on Facebook. But the Bible says repent and be baptized, every one of you. He never said to get an avatar, avatar to be baptized for you. There is no proxy when it comes down to avatars. I mean, when it comes down to baptism, you can't have somebody else or something else to be baptized for you. That's totally ridiculous. When Jesus came and John saw him coming, and Jesus asked John the Baptist to baptize him, Jesus didn't send an avatar. It was Jesus himself in the flesh. And John took him down in the water and baptized him in John's baptism. That's what the Bible said. And when Jesus came up out of the water, the Holy Spirit came down in the form of a dove. Not in the form of an avatar, but the form of a real dove. And they hear God's voice say, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. That wasn't an avatar, y'all. That was God. That was King of kings and Lord of lords. God, the one that created the universe, the one that created eternity, not an avatar. Mm. Now, this particular pastor today that started this church, this virtual reality church, I don't, I don't know what Bible he's been reading, but my Bible says, you shall have no other God before me. Now, look, when Jesus hung on that cross, that was not an avatar. When they nailed the nails in his hand and his feet, that was not an avatar. That was a real live human being. The night before he went to the cross, when they had the Last Supper, Every one of those disciples were real human beings. They were not avatars. It was not called Jesus and the avatars. It was called Jesus and the disciples. They were the one who ate at the Last Supper. It was not an avatar who betrayed Christ. It was a real live man. It was not an avatar who hung himself. And to this day, that field where he hung himself at is called the field of blood. He hung himself from a tree. That was not an avatar. That was a real live human being. Mm. Lord have mercy. When Jesus rose on the third day, that was a real live human being 
who had went down into hell, and the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, pulled him out of there. He made sure that he got up out of there, walked up out of hell, and said, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. That was not an avatar speaking. That was a real live man who had went down into the grave, into hell, took the keys to death, hell, and the grave, went over into Abraham's bosom to preach to those who were down there in the place called paradise. He told the man on the cross that day, the one that accepted him, that accepted who he was, that man didn't see an avatar hanging up on that cross. That man saw a real, live, bleeding, dying Jesus, the Son of God, dying on that cross. And he told him, he said, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And the Lord, hallelujah, Jesus Christ himself told this man, not an avatar, the Lord told this man, today you will be with me in paradise. There was not an avatar who talked to that man. There was a real, live, bleeding, dying human being. Mm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let me tell you something. Whoever this guy is, he's gone too far. You need to go back to the Bible. Second Timothy 4.15 says, To study, to show yourself approved, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Now, you know what? He might have been right reading the Bible, but he has not rightly divided the word of truth, so he should be ashamed. He has gone out and established his own religion. And if he don't get it right, I fear for his soul. Mm, I fear for his soul. You don't want an image getting baptized for you. You don't want an image taking communion for you. Because the Bible says if you take communion and if you eat and drink unworthily, you eat and drink damnation unto yourself. So not only is he putting himself in hell, he's pulling those who follow him right into hell. Because the Bible says unless you're born of the water, which is baptism, and of the Spirit, which is receiving the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues as the Spirit of God gives utterance. Look it up for yourself. It's all in the Bible. Hallelujah. You have got to have the real thing. I'm getting so tired of fake and phony. It's ridiculous. They read the Bible and they put it out there the way that they want to put it out there. Virtual baptism, virtual reality baptism, really? Uh-huh. You all will go to hell and be cast into the lake of fire at the end of days. Don't let him do this to you. Hallelujah, people. Go to the Bible and find out for yourself. You need to be baptized in water. Doesn't matter whether it's a tub, a pool, or a river, but you need to be immersed from head to toe in water. Real life water, y'all. Not have your avatar to be baptized for you. Now, people are, are, have gone so far that it is entirely ridiculous. 
this particular young man, yeah, somebody need to talk to him. I don't know who he is. There's a name, and and, and I'm not even going to call it because I'm not going to give him credence or credit, but he has got to. And I pray that he hears this radio program. If you're out there and you know him, brother, I pray for you because you're leading a lot of people to hell. And their blood is going to be required at your hands. You cannot do this. Stop it. Stop it now while there is a chance. Bring those people into your church if you have one. Bring them into your church and baptize them like the Bible says. Baptize the real person. They don't need a virtual reality experience. They need a real baptism. They don't need a virtual reality communion to remember the death of God. They need the real bread and the fruit of the vine. Don't do this to the people. If you love those members of yours, then you will give them a real baptism and you will give them a real communion and teach them straight from the word of God, not what you want. Now, I don't know why you're doing this. Somewhere along the line, you have gone wrong. But, brother, whoever you are, get it right. Get it right for your parishioners. You know, people, they say that this thing is growing. Now, I understand people being lazy. They don't want to go to church on Sunday, so they turn the TV on, and you've got all kind of good preaching on there. You know, I'm not going to name any name, but there are some good preachers on TV, and you have assembled yourselves together because if it's you plus somebody else, the word of God says, where two of you are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst. So though it's you and another person, that's a church right there. You're listening to the word from the pastor on TV. That is a church. You have formed a church right there. Church is not always going to a building that has four walls and pews. A church is where you, another person, and Jesus is, and the word of God is coming to you. Make sure, though, that it's the true word of God, because there's a lot of stuff out there on TV, too, y'all. And if you don't know the word, they will have you bamboozled and fooled. But the thing about it is that this particular man, he's gone way too far. How is your avatar going to stand in for you? That's your proxy? Really? He's gonna. Will he stand in for you to eat your breakfast? Will he stand in for to you to eat your lunch and your dinner? Are you gonna say, Avatar, eat my breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and you don't eat any? Would you do that? Will he stand in for you when it comes down to getting paid? You will say, uh, Boss, don't pay me. Pay my avatar. Will he stand in for you at your wedding? Will he stand in for you, that avatar? Will he stand in for you when you're having your child? He had the pain or it has the pain and you don't? Don't think so. So why on earth would you put something as important as your eternal existence on a proxy, a avatar? You do that and you are headed straight to hell because the Bible says you have to be baptized, not your avatar. Come on now, wake up, people. Your brain's asleep. 
wake up. Whoever this particular pastor is, I feel sorry for him because your blood will be required at his hand at the end of days. If you don't get it right, your blood will be required at his hand. Now, let me make this statement also. All of what he is doing is not bad. He has something set up where you could go on trips to Israel and other places. I mean, it's the real thing. They've taken pictures and, you know, there's artifacts and all of that kind of stuff. You can, that that's wonderful. I don't mind that at all. I would love to take a virtual reality trip to Israel because right now I don't have the money to do it. Maybe later, but right now I, I don't have the money to do it. So I would love to know what it looks like really. And if he's gone over there, and he's taking pictures of every crack and crevice and, and the people and everything. I would love to take a, a a virtual reality trip to Israel, one to Hawaii, one to Paris. Oh, my God, all kinds of places. Just go around the world through virtual reality. But my baptism, my soul, no, sir. You can't have that. See, Revelations, in the book of Revelations, mm, thank you, Lord, there is a scripture that talks about the image of the beast. And that thing gives orders out to kill. See, this young man don't know what he's messing around with. I don't know how that thing gives out orders to kill the people. But I know it is a virtual reality being. It's that image. That's what an avatar is. It's the image of a human being. Now, why on earth would you want to bring something forth like that? You know, y'all people, let me tell you, we are truly living in the last of the last days. Why would someone want to do something like that? To me, that's blasphemy. It really is. You're saying, well, God... um, I don't really want to go down into the water. I don't want to real. I, I don't want to obey your word. I'll let the avatar do it. But pastor, whoever you are, huh? I bet you those people are sending you in real money. I bet you that they're not sending virtual reality money to you. They got that out there too, y'all. It's called Bitcoin. Let's not get on Bitcoin. I'm not going to go down that road. But you can't cast that in for money. What is this avatar going to do? You can't do anything with that. You see this thing in front of you getting baptized, but that's not you. And God will not accept it. He does not accept it. It's null and void. They're getting crazy out there, y'all. They are getting crazy out there. I mean, all kinds of things are happening. Planes are falling from the sky for no reason whatsoever. They tell me that there were three explosions on Earth yesterday. I don't mean on Earth. I mean on the moon. Not moon, what you call it, the sun. There were three explosions on the sun yesterday, and they're trying to find out why. You know, NASA knows everything that's going on up there in the heavens, and they were trying to figure out why is the sun exploding. But not only that, then they turn around and said that in the last past 500 years, 
that the sun has been shrinking. There's no way the size that it was 500 years ago. Now, the Bible does say that the sun will turn dark. It's going to turn, I think this by the word it used was sackcloth. It's going to be black and sackcloth. Now, is that what's happening now? It's slowly getting smaller. If they look, I wonder will they see blackness around the edges where it's losing its luminous power. You know that the, 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 the sun is made of fire. And with it getting smaller, is it burning out? God put it there. Is it burning out? In the last days, the moon will turn to blood and the earth, uh, the sun will black out. Yes, it will. So is this what's happening? Hey, a sign of the time, a sign of revelations coming in fast. Then they talk about this thing that's up there that they're making all kind of weapons. And, oh, my goodness, two, two, two. Blow up before it gets here. Some planet called Nubaru, Planet X, the Goblin. I, I'm not even sure what it is, but they say that it's out there now. First, they said it wasn't. Then Russia found it. Now the United States has caught it on their cameras, on their telescopes. It is out there. Now, it has been past the Earth before. They said over 3,600 years ago, it passed the Earth before, and it caused a big mess. Now, is it going to do that this time? I don't know. I'm just going by what the scientists say. You can look that up, look up the word Nubaru, Planet X, the Goblin. Find out for yourself. I don't have the information here on me. But there's a lot of things going on in the world that, that when I hear them, I say, what? And you try to wrap your mind around And, you know, it's like <laughs> sometimes I feel like I'm walking in a dream the way things are going on this earth. Now, I'm not fearing because God is with me. And I will tell you, don't fear. There's a lot of stuff. The Bible said in the last days, perilous times shall come. Men will be lovers of themselves rather than lovers of God. All kinds of things are going to happen. You got people running naked, showing themselves. You got people running naked and slamming babies down in in their um, strollers, pick the baby up and slammed it down in the stroller. Yeah, needless to say, the people around him beat the heck out of him. But the world has just gone crazy. That's the only way I can put it. They have gone stock raving mad. The people in the world, and it's not all of us, there's always a remnant who has given their lives to Christ. We seem to be doing okay. But the rest of them out there, you don't put nothing past anybody. Because they will do anything at any time. They're shooting up churches, and I'm saying, oh, my God, Lord, I never see I thought I'd see that. People used to respect churches. What happened? They would walk by a church, and if they said a cuss word and before their friends, their friends would tell them, shut up, man, that we in front of a church. And then they, all of a sudden they shut up. Now they will go into a church and shoot up everything in there from the pastor to the youngest baby in the church. That should not be. Those people are demon-possessed. 
that's the only way I can put it. That's the only thing that would do anything like that. See, Satan has no low. That unemployed cherub that I call him, he has no low. And he will do anything. And that's what I believe this this virtual reality church is. You do have a church of Satan out there, you know, and that's another story for another time. Mm, I'm not even going there. Lord have mercy, I would love to go into it, but I don't have that much time tonight, so maybe I'll do that topic tonight, I mean tomorrow night. But people, please, if you don't know the Lord, get to know him. Do not let anyone deceive you. There is only one way, hallelujah, that you can enter into heaven, and that's by giving your life to Jesus Christ. Like I said, repent and be baptized. That's what the disciples said. The word of God says it. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, for the remission of your sin. Remission means the cleansing, the forgiveness, the moving completely away by God himself, by the King of kings and Lord of lords. God is still on the throne. And I can imagine him looking at people having a virtual baptism and shaking his head. Who knows? There might have been a tear because he knows that if they continue on with what they're doing, they're going to be lost. And he tells you in his word that it is not his will that any should be lost. He don't want you lost. You were made in his image and in his likeness. He does not want you lost. You are his child. So get yourself together, people, and learn who God is. Give your life to him. And he will save your soul. It, it's who's getting so ridiculous out there. It, it's like, think about it. Think about it. Mm, mm, mm. God is good in all that he does. He made a way. And man is constantly trying to change that way. Man is constantly trying to create his own way. But I tell you, you need to get it straight. Because if you do not get it straight, you are headed for hell. And that's one place that you do not want to go. Because, yeah, there is a way of hell, a way out of hell. But when you come out of hell, you know where you're going then? To the lake of fire. Mm, You don't want to go there. Because when you go there, that's where Satan and all of his fallen angels are going to, that's their final abode. One angel is going to take Satan and his angels and throw them down in the bottomless pit. That's going to happen after what's called the millennial, y'all. All of that is coming. It's the, the schedule is the rapture, the tribulation, then the second coming of Christ to this earth. See, the rapture is when Christ catches us up. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and the voice of an archangel. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we which, we, we which are alive and remain will be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. And there shall we ever be with the Lord. 
as he doing that time is when the saints of God, the remnant, I'm not talking about the 144,000. That's the Jewish remnant. I'm talking about the church right now. The remnant will be caught up out of here for the trouble to come. The Bible tells you that. He said you're going to be taken out of the world for the wrath to come. His wrath. Because when that Antichrist stands up in that temple and he declares himself as God, all hell is going to break loose. And if you think you've seen horrible, you ain't seen nothing yet. Every demon out there. Mm. You know, right now they abide up in the firmament. That's their place, the spiritual wickedness in high places. That's where they dwell at. And don't think that what you, oh, Lord, do I need to go there, Father? All of these little aliens that you're seeing and flying saucers up in the sky, let me tell you something. Satan is not a dumb being. He has heavenly knowledge. What you're seeing is things created by Satan because he is setting up a great deception. Go in Revelation, you'll find out about the great deception. That's why the church is taken out of the world. All kinds of things are going to happen. And see, when the Holy Ghost leaves this world, all hell will break loose. Everything. Satan will dance his jig, and he will do all kinds of things through that man of deception. And we call him, the Bible calls him the Antichrist. But when you see him stand up in that temple and declare himself God, and you're still on this earth, you're going to know you missed the rapture. Mm. I won't be there with you. I am so sorry. I love you all. I do, I do. And while I'm here, I'm going to give you the word. But when I'm gone, you on your own. And when you see him standing up in that temple, proclaiming himself as God, yeah, it's going to be something. You're going to see things and hear things. The Bible said man's heart will fail him for fear. There are going to be things that you're going to see that's going to be so horrifying. Because, see, all you see now is stuff on earth, other human beings, and them doing crazy stuff. But when the demons begin to manifest and you begin to see them, they tell me they're here now. I haven't seen one, don't want to see one, because if I do, I'm going to plead the blood of Jesus against them. So I guess they're ducking from me. They don't want to see me. They don't want to see that that, that woman right there, that evangelist. Um, I, I can imagine my face is down there with a big circle and an X across it saying, don't confront her, because I know, hallelujah, the power that I have in Christ Jesus. But let me tell you something. Every demon, every devil, every nephilim, oh, my God, please do not be caught here after the rapture. Because after the rapture, immediately after the rapture, the tribulation starts. Then after the tribulation, then Christ will come. The tribulation is supposed to last seven years. Then Christ will come. The Bible says you will see him on a white horse. Not a pale horse, a white horse. And down his side is going to be written, King of King and Lord of Lords. 
when you see that if you've survived by then, you'll know that that's him. That is the real true Lord. And there's going to be a war that's going on at that time because the Bible said that there have, will be so many soldiers that have been killed that the blood is going to be up to a horse's bridle. You know that little bit that he has in his mouth that helped the person guide his head? That bit is the little thing right up under his eyes. It's going to be way up past that. That's how high the blood is going to be. Y'all don't want to be here then because that war is going to be something else. They're not only going to draft men, they're going to draft women. So it's going to be men and women over there in the valley of Armageddon. And they're going to die. So much blood is going to be shed that it's going to be up to the horse's bottle. You don't want to be here then. And the, oh my goodness, the eagles will circle around and they will eat the bodies. That's what the Bible said in Revelation. Go in Revelation and do some studying. You need to know what is going to be what during those times. But not only all of that, when Christ comes back with his saints, see, we can't be here and there at the same time. When he comes back with his saints, those that have went back in the rapture for, with him, that's us. Because we're going to be there at the end time judging with him. He tells us that. So let me tell you something. If you're not one of those who are willing to give your life to him, or if you're one of those who want a virtual baptism, then you won't be with Christ. You will be one of the ones who's going to be judged at that great white throne of judgment. That's coming after what's called the millennium. Hallelujah. The rapture, the tribulation, then Christ comes bodily to this earth, stops that war, then we go right off into a thousand-year millennium where Christ will rule and reign. But see, there will be many people who took a mark because during the tribulation, there is going to be what's called a mark, six, six, you all have heard about it. Most of us have. There's going to be a mark that you have to take to get food, housing, or anything else. And you have to deny Christ to get it. You cannot get it if you're still going to worship God. Don't think you're going to get over there in the tribulation and say, well, I, oh, I'm in the tribulation now, so Lord, forgive me. Nope. That's not going to happen because my mom used to say no prayers will be going up and no answers will be coming down. So don't think you got to deny God on this side. And then get over in the tribulation and say, oh, Lord, forgive me. Oh, Lord, save me. Don't think so. It's going to be so hard. Now, I'm not saying nobody's going to be saved over in the tribulation. You read the Bible and you find out for yourself. But why take that chance? to lose your soul, to be beheaded, to be burnt in oil like a candle. Come on. You're going to die in all kinds of ways because unless you accept the mark and you have to deny Christ to do that, you won't eat, you won't have a place to stay. They will hunt you down like a dog, and you will die a horrible death. Don't do that. Accept him now. You have a chance to accept him now. If you are listening 
to my voice today. You have a chance to accept him now. Don't allow yourself to miss the rapture. And don't listen to those who say there is no rapture. I just gave you the scripture of what Christ said about him coming in the clouds, meeting us in the air. That's the rapture. Now, let me tell you something. The word rapture is not in the Bible. It's called a great catching away. But you just heard the scripture of what he's going to do. It doesn't make any sense. People say, well, no, 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 it's not a rapture. And then they argue about the pre, the mid, and the post. You know what? Read the word. Learn for yourself. God is coming back for his children. When Jesus said, it decided that when the angels told the disciples, in the same manner that you see him going up, you will see him coming back. That's in the second coming. But let me tell you something. The angels never said nothing about the rapture. God said that. He is the one that said that he was coming back and he was going to catch us up with him. Read it. Take it to heart. Believe him. He loves you. You are in his likeness and his image. He does not want you lost. Think about it. You've got a child and you've talked to them and you've taught them. And they go on to do what they want to do anyway. You tell them, little Johnny, look, we're staying on the street. Trucks and cars are coming up and down the street every day. Don't run out in the street. And he looks at you and says, okay, mommy. And then run right out in the street. Little Johnny laying there in the middle of the street, hit. Maybe not dead, but gravely injured. How would you feel? That's your child. Looking like you, came from your body, from your egg woman, from your sperm man. That's your seed. How would you like it if a Mack truck hit that child? Wouldn't it hurt you? Wouldn't it break your heart? Wouldn't you be so angry? But that's how God feels. He hates it when we ignore his voice. He hates it, not you, but your behavior. When you go against him, go against his laws, hallelujah. He hates it when you try to make up your own law. Yeah, I'm going to say it. Instead of Adam and Eve, Adam and Steve. He hates it when you take his word and turn it around to suit your life. His word is his word. It's strong, it's powerful, and it's eternal. It cannot change. He never told Sue and Angela to get together. Come on now. Oh, I know y'all going to hate me, but I don't care because I love you. I'm telling you what the word of God says. I want your soul saved. I don't want to see you lose your soul and end up in eternal damnation, a place where you can never get out. Like I said, you can get out of hell, but from hell you're going right to the lake of fire. So you still know better off than you were before. And no, you don't burn up in the lake of fire. The Bible says the lake of fire is the place where the unrighteous are thrown and where they burn forever and where the skin worm dieth not. And you're constantly falling. You don't want that. 
anyway, I, I know I've talked a lot tonight, and I'm probably going to get some letters. And if you want to write me, you can reach me at Reaching the Masses Media Ministry at gmail.com. Also, you can go on my website at Reaching the Masses Ministry at no Reaching the Mass Ministry dot com reaching the masses ministry dot com and the other one was reaching the masses media ministry dot com reaching the masses media ministry at gmail dot com I hear the little lady talking about the second so I am gone for today. Love you all give your life to Christ if you haven't listen to this give your life to Christ make a decision do not Attend that virtual baptism. You get in water and get baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of your sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. I love you all, and I thank you for listening. See you next time. Bye-bye. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.